Welcome to Stupid Sequence, the show where we make rank a list of things that don't matter because arguing with your friends is fun. I'm your host, Josh. And I'm your host, Scott. This is our 13th episode, and we'll start with a quick summary of what the show is. Lucky number 13. The goal of each episode is to create a ranked list of something, usually media-related. Not this time, though. Scott and I will pick a topic before the show, and each come prepared with a list of 10. In the first segment, we'll talk about the first five items from each of our lists in detail why we feel they fit the list, why they're meaningful to us, or maybe some interesting facts about them. From there, we'll use the second segment to briefly mention the remaining items on our separate list before going head-to-head and arguing over which items belong on the official top 10. This week, our topic is Top 10 Original Flavor Salty Snacks. Original flavor. This is where where the difficulty lies in this task, because during my research, I learned that what I thought was the original flavor of several different salty snacks was not, in fact, an original flavor. Yeah, I I ran into that, I think, at least two times here. And um, one of the cases definitively took something that would have been a top five item for me and shoved it off the list entirely. Was it Doritos? Because It was Doritos. Oh my god, that for me too. Totally would have been a top five. And apparently, I was like, there's there's an original flavor Dorito that had no none of the flavor powder, and their flavor name was toasted corn. Yeah, I and was, I was hoping it was nacho cheese. Not to delve into too much, you know, future future information here for the show, but um, they, I I don't remember when this was. I feel like it was like mid late two thousands or something like that, where they put that flavor out again as like a novelty flavor, kind of limited release bag thing. And I had some, and they're not what you want. They're not good. Uh, that is most unfortunate, and I was sad to learn this. But I, I feel like I definitely learned a lot about some of the origins of snacks that I've been consuming for years that I just didn't realize. For sure. Also learned that some of these snacks are way older than I thought they were. Yep. One in particular was like, what, I, I would have guessed that this was made in the 80s or something, but no. Hmm. Way older than that. But we'll I, get into that. I also have several from Michigan to represent our home, country, our home state. Home country of Michigan. Home country of Michigan. All right. Down on the farm. Well, oh. we talked about it ahead of the show a little bit here, and um, we both agreed we're going to have less to talk about for each item because we're talking about snack foods here. Um, so we're just going to start with our number 10 and number 10s and work our way down uh, through the number one. Yeah, I, I think it's better that way. I, I don't I don't feel like there's a ton to say about each of these items. You know, we, we should both be familiar with what they are. I, I don't think there's going to be any major surprises. Maybe one thing on my list that you I don't know if you've tried, but otherwise I feel like it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think I have one on here specifically that I don't think you've had, but all the rest of these I think you certainly have eaten at least once in your life. That's fair. I also considered during uh, our original discussion of this topic that I might put together a box 
a goodie box of all of the ones that made my top 10 and have them sent to your house so that you could try them and I could prove to you that they are superior to whatever it is that you've got on your list. Scott, determined to thwart my efforts to lose weight. Is that something you're doing? Not well. Oh, well. But hey. I feel like eating one chip or cracker or whatever is not going to ruin that. It's just for flavor, right? Destroying my whole plan. Oh, no, it's fine. Wait a minute. If you've got a weight loss plan, does that mean we can't do the Baskin-Robbins sample every flavor episode? Because I was really looking forward to that. Well, you know, the cheater days are allowed. Well, we'll talk. One of the other things, too, before we dig into the list here, uh, Scott and I both agreed we are going to create separate um, ratings, letter grades for each of these snacks, because that's what this podcast is about, right? We're making rankings. We're going to do letter grades for each of these snacks for the flavor and the texture specifically, because those are a little bit different from snack to snack mm-hmm. on why you might value one. I know it is for me. So that in being my, said. Yeah. Oh, in ahead, my top 10, I did not rate anything below a C. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't have anything below B plus. Oh personally. wow. Okay. Yeah. I. I was trying my ten favorite. Sure. I mean, I was trying to compare things to other things on the list and try to rate them. Like, well, if I gave s- number seven this score, then well, eight can't be higher than that, right? Even though I'm thinking, <laughs> uh, what well, you know, and it varies flavor to texture, but still, sure. like. Also, want to make clear, um, those ratings are not in any way binding for the f- rate placements on the final list. No, those are just. How do I like that? What do I like about this? Hey, let, that's fine. hey, let's jump into it. How about that? Let's jump into it. Let's start with your number 10. Okay. Number 10, I have the Nabisco Ritz Cracker. It's you, very good. You ever heard of a Ritz Cracker? I, I like a Ritz Cracker a lot. Did not make the list. Um, and it should have made my honorable mentions, but I forgot it. So Fair enough. I will, I will give you a little bit of background and history on this. So in the early 1900s, the Jackson Cracker Company of Jackson, Michigan, first shout out, hey. developed a small round cracker called the Jackson, J-A-X-O-N. Coincidentally, I have a cousin named Jackson with that exact spelling. I wonder if he knows he was named after a cracker. It's a bad spelling. It, it is. Um, we won't get into that right now because, yeah, that's probably a bad idea. Top so, 10 worst name spellings. Oh, God. Moving on. The company was bought out by Nabisco in 1919, and Nabisco introduced the Ritz Cracker in 1934. So looking to compete with the similar Hi-Ho Cracker, which I don't know if I've ever had a Hi-Ho Cracker. But I don't I, think that exists. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's something that was changed or you know, lost traction along the way, but that was made by their competitor at the time. So they they tasked an employee, Sidney Stern, to create a name and a marketing plan, and Stern chose the name Ritz, which appealed to individuals enduring the uh, privations of the Great Depression at the time, because it gave them, quote, a bite of the good life. So he also designed the blue circle yellow lettering logo design, and I think that remains today, which was inspired by the round label inside his hat. Kind of arbitrary, but... It's a good logo. In uh, 2011, Ritz was identified in a YouGov poll as the best perceived snack brand among American consumers. Hmm. I I think it's because they've got a recipe that works. It's just the right amount of buttery and salty to be good with a whole bunch of different things. But I felt like this list was about can this cracker 
or snack stand alone by itself. And I agree. By itself, yes, I could eat a whole sleeve, but they're pretty dry. I have, I have before. Yeah, I, I mean, you're you're not wrong, but I I don't tend to eat them by themselves. Usually, it's with something else. And a nice cheese spread. Uh, yeah, sure, a cheese or you know, dipped in peanut butter. My kids love that. You know, throw a little bit of peanut butter and some crackers in a bowl. They'll dip and eat that all day. Let's say so, my my number ten I considered for the exact same reasons as this. Excellent. Well, then I I don't really have a whole lot more to say. It's a it's a great staple cracker, and I do enjoy them. What's but, your what's your ratings for the flavor and texture? So yeah, the flavor I gave it a B minus. That subtle buttery kind of flavor is great. Texture I gave it a C, and it was mainly because mm. the dry factor. I okay. I do feel like they're a pretty dry cracker. The salt is not the the only factor I consider when it comes to how how much does it actually dry my mouth out because there's a lot saltier snacks on my list for sure. But for they're whatever pretty, reason, they're pretty I always, crackers. Exactly, I always feel like they're basic enough, not saltine levels of dryness and basic. Sure, sure, but pretty basic that if you had an upset stomach, for example, you might consider a Ritz if you didn't have some saltines. That's fair. So anyway. What, what do you got for 10? My number 10 is uh, a brand you may have heard of. It's called Nabisco. Hmm. From 1947. We're talking about Wheat Thins. Oh, spoiler alert. That oh, is also on my list. Oh, okay. You rated Wheat Thins higher than me. What's, I did. what's your replacement for Wheat Thin? I have them as a number six. Okay, wow. Did not crack the top five, but I love I love a Wheat Thin. I thought Wheat Thins were going to rank a little higher for me, but um, going through my whole list didn't quite get there. Almost got bumped. I had to make some hard decisions between three specific snacks at the end, and Wheat Thins won out and made it onto the list. We'll talk about those other ones when we get to honorable mentions. Deservedly so, yeah. Uh, Wheat Thins, my ratings for these separately are, it's a B-plus for flavor and an A on texture. They got that real nice crunch to them, you know? I gave it a B and a B. My concern with the the texture in this case is they can have sharp corners occasionally. They can. And, they and can. I feel like that kind of detracts from the experience. You know, say what you will about my ability to eat a cracker. Maybe I'm doing it wrong and it's all my fault. But I feel like in some cases it's unavoidable with certain snacks. And, That's and this happens Captain Crunch. One of them. Yeah. Oh, I love I love Captain Crunch. I don't Destroy love the, the way it for your mouth. makes my mouth feel. Yeah, it's the yellow barrels. Um, so Nib- uh, Nabisco created the Wheat Thins in 1947. This is one of two snack foods on my list. There are three, three actually. I'm looking uh, that did not ever change hands over its history. Uh, the thing I learned doing research for this episode is, boy, snack food companies sure buy each other a lot. Oh yeah, constantly. So, uh, but yeah, Wheat Thins have always been a Nabisco thing since since they're created. Mm-hmm. There have been over thirty different varieties of Wheat Thins over the years. My preferred so options, many. the the original reduced fat ones, are both great. Um, but the only really flavored Wheat Thin that I'm really looking for is a sun dried tomato and basil. I think those are quite good. Yeah, I'm not a fan of any of the flavored. I will say they make a large variation where the Wheat thins are simply just a little bit larger. Sure. 
And I like those if I'm going to use them with a dip of some kind, like a French dip or a hummus, maybe. No. But there's a there's a different snack food later on my list that has a big version that is, uh, I think, a significantly different eating experience in a positive way. But the wheat thin, the big wheat thin, I think, is not that different. No, it's basically the same thing. It's just, it's just stru- structurally a little bit larger. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they had a discontinued, there's a discontinued honey flavor that I think was around in like nope. the mid two thousands of wheat thin that I thought was quite good. Don't know. I've ever had that. They don't, they don't make it anymore, which is sad, but I thought those were pretty good. But yeah, wheat thins, I think they're great by themselves, but, uh, my favorite use of them. And if we were talking, if we were allowing like snack food with spreads or something like that, that's probably oh, yeah. the top five. But my favorite use for a wheat thin is, is a vector for horseradish cheese spread. Ooh. That that sounds fantastic. Big fan. Huge fan. They're so good. But yeah. And the only thing I'll note here in addition to that is they are marketed as an unaccompanied snack rather than something yes. that is just a platform for a cheese or dip. So they're they're trying to put a more focused effort into, no, no, you can just eat these. You don't have to dip them in something. But the reality is they're way better if you do dip them in something. So still great on their own, though. Yep. Showing the play, you know, made both of our lists as, hey, this is a good, good snack. I like a wheat then. Right. You'd, you'd think with the name wheat, though, it, it would be slightly healthier. Maybe. Wheat thins. I, I mean, I think not they're the not worst. actually terrible for you. No, it's not the worst. Compared, compared to many other items on my list anyway. There, yes, there are. Significantly not as bad for you. I think they're a, a mid-tier fat content item versus some of these that i'm like you eat like 10 of these and you're you're done for the day you can't eat anything else if you had a any kind of calorie limits that you were approaching sure but yeah that's that's wheat thins i think uh what do you got for number nine number nine i have the pepperidge farm goldfish Ooh, duplicate so i am going to cautiously say that the original flavor in my mind was the cheese flavor or rather the the current version which is the cheddar cheese flavor but cheddar mm-hmm. cheese was not introduced until later so the first five flavors of goldfish that were launched were lightly salted cheese not cheddar cheese mm-hmm. barbecue pizza and pizza and smoky and, and it wasn't until 1966 four years after the crackers were first launched that the cheddar cheese flavor was introduced so i'm pretty sure the ones that i usually get from the store for the kids and just in general are the cheddar cheese ones but i guess i could have no i can't look at the box because we dump it into you know those plastic clear containers right. and then so i i guess i could look it up but either I'm way reasonably sure that I have had a regularly cheese goldfish, regular cheese goldfish. I may be wrong on that, but um, I I don't think that changes my place of having goldfish as my number one. Oh man, number one. Yes. Also, here's the thing. I'm rating it based on our you know original flavor. It's not even the best goldfish variety. Still number one, baby. Goldfish with a bullet. I I would agree that it is not the best goldfish variety. There's... You don't think I have the same best one, though? Mm, is your best one the Flavor Blasted? No, those are terrible. Okay, good, because I hate those. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, it's, the, it's the whole wheat ones. The whole wheat wheat. Thin, what? Or the whole wheat goldfish are perfect. 
No. They're the best salty snack food. They're incredible. What? Yes. That's so random. They're better. They're better. They have a better texture to them. I don't mind goldfish, but there, there is... I don't want to give away one of the other things on my list. There is an alternative that I would much rather have in any circumstance okay. over a goldfish. Well, several, actually. That's why it's number nine on my list. But the point is, it's it, goldfish are pretty good. I like them. We, we obviously we buy a fair amount of them, go through them in my house. Kids love small, them. Small children love goldfish. Here's, the cool th- here's one of the cool things about goldfish. A serving size is approximately 328 crackers. I'm joking. I'm exaggerating, but it is actually like 52 or something absurd. It, it is a large amount. Yeah, I, I do have some good information here about goldfish. So goldfish yeah, go crackers it. were launched in the U.S. in 1962 after Margaret, uh, the originator, visited a Swiss premium cookie company. Cambly is the name of it and tried their goldfish crackers. And Margaret saw the potential and reached an agreement with Cambly to make and sell the product in the U.S. So Oscar J. Cambly, the original Swiss creator of the cracker, created them as a birthday present for his wife, whose astrological symbol was the Pisces. Uh, so the, the information you have fish. here is different than what I have. Interesting. So uh, Margaret Rudkin is the founder of Pepperidge Farm. And, uh, and yes, that's she's that's the, the Margaret that I'm referring to, to. Yep, she's the one who introduced them to the United States. They were invented by Oscar Cambly, based on the information I have. That's what I have. Yeah, you said that she created them and made a deal with him. Well, you, she saw the potential in what he had okay. created, okay. and then that's that's, they, that's that's different than what you just said. But okay, no, I, I'm reading it right here. Cambly and you know she. Hold on, let me rephrase. Margaret visited the Swiss premium cookie company, Cambly, which was owned by Oscar J. Cambly, and tried their goldfish crackers. I said that. So, obviously, she didn't invent it. Margaret's it the sounded originator. Like, it sounded to me like you said she created it, but, but nonetheless. Okay, well, and ever the more. Right, so Oscar J. Cambly, the originator, right, uh, he did it for his wife. Uh, that's uh, the first reason why they definitely can't be number one, but we'll get to that later. It's, uh, really, astrological science? All right. So the first five flavors of goldfish, right, that I mentioned, the lightly salted, mm-hmm. the cheese, the barbecue, the pizza, and the smoky. I'm pretty sure cheese is still around or at least very similar to the cheddar cheese. I can't imagine it was significantly different than what it was at the time, but I'm going to allow the credit on this one because I, I still think it's a great cracker. So uh, one other or two other things I've got here. Willard, Ohio is the goldfish capital of the world, and their bakery in mm. Willard a town of 6,000, can produce more than 50 million goldfish crackers in a single day. Uh, The goldfish signature smiley face was added in 1997, not an original feature, and about 40% of the crackers feature the smile. They, uh, they, They have used the tagline in the past, the snack that smiles back. Goldfish. For this one, I had a... A C plus for flavor and a B for texture. I, I could be upgraded and convinced that the flavor's slightly better, but I always feel like after 20 or so crackers, just something about the flavor just it lingers in my mouth in a way that I feel like detracts from anything else that I'm eating. And I like to eat crackers like this as an accompaniment to usually a sandwich or some some kind of other thing that I'm eating, right? So 
it it's it's a secondary treat in addition to just being a snack but i always feel like they they kind of ruin the flavor of other things there's just something mm. about them but i give them a b hard, for texture hard, pretty good texture hard hard disagree a plus flavor a texture if we're talking the whole wheat ones which we're not but then it would be a plus texture as well is it really that much of a difference in texture between yes. the okay it's significant i don't i don't know if i've tried the whole wheat ones they're so good they're the they're, they are the ones I'm disappointed if I have to get the regular ones, but the regular ones still great. You're not that disappointed, not right? Because not, I'm not that disappointed, but I'm like, oh, I would I wish I could have gotten the whole week. A plus to an A, yeah, okay, fair enough. I I just there's something about them. I don't know what it is. I I can't eat too many of them, and and that for me kind of detracts from being a staple salty snack, right? Because if I'm having a salty snack like that, I want to eat a whole bunch of them. And I can eat infinity goldfish. Oh uh, no, that's, uh, I can just keep going, never stop. Maybe sounds like a bad They're so time. good. They're sounds so like good. a bad time. Now, if we start doing other flavors and go, even getting into some of the sweet flavors that they have, I could probably put away a good amount. But then I feel like we're not really talking about goldfish at that point. We're just talking about effectively cookies and sweet flavors, like. The yeah. one like the s'mores flavors, or they have a cupcake flavored one that is surprisingly good. I don't never never I don't understand it. why it's so good, but never I mean, had it. They effectively just taste like Teddy Grahams. If you have ever had those? Yeah, sure. Teddy Grahams are good. Not sure. eligible for this list though. No, but if they were, so hmm. a couple other things I want to mention on goldfish here. Yeah, uh, they're called fins with a Z in the United Kingdom. Did not know that. And in Switzerland. Uh, apparently the only brand sold there is the original um, cheese flavor and they're called Goldfishly. That I do with believe. S-C-H-L-I. Uh, there have been over 31 varieties over the years. Like I said, special shout lot. out to the whole wheat variety. Special <clears throat> negative shout out to the flavor blasted. Basically any of the flavored ones I don't <laughs> care for. Um, especially the flavor blasted, those suck. Um, and I don't, they don't make these anymore, but I don't know if you remember the giant goldfish. Those were bad. They messed up the texture completely, and they mm. were not good. Kind of same flavor vein, but they make multicolor goldfish, yep. mm-hmm. where they're green and red and orange. They don't taste that different. Purple. No, they don't, but I, I, actually, I actually prefer those. They're slightly better. Huh, okay. But I think I've eaten those at lunch. Uh, give those a B- in flavor. Last two details here. Um, one, apparently Julie Child was a huge fan and um, regularly served them at Thanksgiving. Just like <laughs> a bowl of them out. Okay. Um, so good taste for Julia Child. Uh, and while I think they're great on their own, I also think they're great in tomato soup. I can't argue that. I, I would agree. But that's... Uh, you gotta have the right soup for that. I think as a kid I used to put them in SpaghettiOs as well. Not quite the okay. same. But sure. not bad. As a kid, you're like, this is awesome. I also yeah. like that near our hometown, there is a Pepperidge Farm store, but it's usually, and I can't remember the exact name of the store, but it is Pepperidge Farm owned, and it's meant to be stuff that is near expired or has already expired. Sure. And, and so I don't know if you've been to this one out in Birch Run. So out in Birch Run, they have at the Prime Outlets Mall. It's a 
uh, an outdoor strip mall. They have a Pepperidge Farm store. And I, I remember going there, and because the stuff is already expired, you can get a lot of goldfish for a very cheap amount of money. I believe the last time I was there, they had those extra large, what looks like a milk carton from our, our cafeteria, that mm-hmm. shape, right? But it, the box is maybe almost a foot tall, 10 inches, right? It's a very large box of goldfish. One of those was like $2. Not bad. So buying those, you're like, well, it's only two weeks expired and it's sealed. Yeah. It's probably fine, and the kids There's, don't care. They're loaded with preservatives. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but they also serve, like, their chessmen cookies, for example, and you can get sure. close to express. Like, you get a lot of stuff, and they usually are like, hey, we need to get rid of all these. If you buy one, you get five free, and you're like, okay, I guess I Done. need six boxes of cookies. Like, I'll eat those. I'll figure it week. out. Chessmen? Yeah, all right. Finish those on the way home. Pretty good. Anyway. Uh, we've already spoiled your number one. How about that? I had a feeling it might be on your list. I did not expect it to be number one. Because... Salty snack? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, what, what do you what do you got for your number nine, then? Let's keep it going. Uh, I, I, before we progress, side effects of um, researching this episode and everything. I, I put was putting the finishing touches on it today, and uh, boy, what this makes made me happen go, I want all of these. I want to eat all of these right, right now. That would be great. And in Sadly, fact, I did eat one of the things on my list. I have none of the items that are on my list in the house, so I did not eat any of them. Not even goldfish? Well, okay, one of, one of them. No, no goldfish in the house. One of them is in the list, and I did, in fact, eat a little bit of it today. I just remembered. I guess but if you love them so much, you, you probably ate them all. But... I, 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 don't, I don't keep them regularly stocked. Anyway, my number nine probably is for the best. a... One from my actual hometown of Grand Rapids, Michigan. This is yeah, the I've El, El Matador tortilla chips. Oh, I'm not familiar that. with this brand. 1976. Uh, this is a uh, the the factory where where they make these is in Grand Rapids. Sweet. I rank these as an A for flavor, a B plus for texture. Miguel Navarro is the guy who founded the company, and um, it's kind of one of the um, well-known well in this area as one of the first big, like, uh, Hispanic-owned businesses in, in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, so uh, these, these chips are wildly popular in West Michigan. They uh, were, were a staple in my household growing up. We had these all the time. I genuinely think that original El Matador chips are the best tortilla chips out there. We'll say the best non-flavored tortilla chips out there because let me tell you what those tostitos with lime pretty good but el matador they're just you know like a salted tortilla chip they have not made any other flavors to my knowledge uh the problem is you cannot get the original ones anymore because they were sold the 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 uh founder uh sold the business to garden fresh gourmet another michigan uh snack food business in 2007 and uh, they immediately got much worse. Oh, still good, still good, no doubt, but not not as good. Yeah, El Matador, happy, excited to have him on the list. Uh, those those original ones were quite good, great with salsa, and uh, you know it's also you know very good on their own. 
sadly, you just can't you can't get the original ones ever again because they're gone. Top ten lost foods. Oh wow, that could be That's a, a list in and list. of itself. Oh, yeah. there's one that is also relevant to this list that I'd say would be. Oh man, now I'm thinking of a few different things. Oh, All yeah, the times there's, there's that I've fallen in love with a snack food or a drink or something, and they've taken it away from me or reformulated yep. it or whatever. God, yep. That's a whole. That is a whole list of itself. Easy. Oh my gosh. But anyway, we, we need to have that list. Let's write that down. As El Matador. Far, go ahead. Yeah. As far as tortilla chips are concerned, I love love tortilla chips. They're the great. Pr- the problem that I had with this is that I couldn't think of a specific brand that I really like the original of them. No okay. comp. Because one of my favorites is. It's just an off-brand, like a store brand, and it's the Golden Rounds. I love the Golden Rounds. Those are rounds, good. Those are good. But they're not original. And yeah, I could, I could put away a whole bag of those without really realizing it, because they just, like, they're so addicting. Yeah. But El Matador, not a, not a brand I'm familiar with. Not one that I think I've ever tried. Sounds like You'll I, recognize never... it on like Meyer store shelves and stuff for the bright yellow bag with red text and the kind of black and white image of a uh, matador. It, it's definitely possible that I've seen it. I've just never thought to purchase it. Maybe maybe next time, and they're still in in your area, correct? So yes, maybe definitely. next time I visit, we could just go to the factory and tell them, hey, we need to buy some chips and give us some fresh ones. Yeah, I don't know if you can buy them there or not. Wouldn't that be I've driven past the factory, at least. Oh, well, we'll have a little field trip. It'll be great. I know where it is. Excellent. Good addition. But anyway. Love a tortilla chip. What's your number eight? All right, my number eight is Stacy's Pita Chips. Oh, honorable mention. Heavily considered for the list. I, I love a pita chip. And in this case... These are the best ones. Yeah, oh, yeah, easy, definitely. Easy and best ones. I had a bowl of these along with my dinner this evening. So I go. can tell you they are currently in my house, and I have eaten them twice this week. So definitely something that I consider a, a staple in my current diet. Good, Much uh, like goldfish, I would consider the Stacy's pita chips to be perfectly salted, like the exact right amount of salt. I think they're slightly undersalted for my really? taste. Really? Okay. I, I, I do like things a little bit saltier, so maybe that's that's why I would prefer, but they they are very good. Very good as far as a pita chip is concerned, I feel like you're right, they are the best. I've tried several other different brands of pita chips and like it's not close. It really isn't. I mean, I'm okay with spending the money to get the this brand is what that boils down to. You know, it's Certain people love their Sweet Baby Rays and won't buy any other brand of barbecue, or they like their Heinz 57 in the glass bottle, or, you know, whatever the case may be. It's it's just, it's different, right? So, yeah, Stacy's yeah. Pita Chips, by themselves, I didn't even eat them dipped in anything this evening. It was just, I needed yeah, a, some, some more carbs, and hey, there they are. So... Uh, some details, though, on the background. Stacy's Pita Chips was founded by Stacy Madison and her now ex-husband, Mark Andrus, in 1996, originally giving the pita chips away for free at their food cart to keep customers happy while waiting in line. And then in 2006, Stacy's Pita Chips reached $65 million in revenue, 
and was sold to PepsiCo, where it now operates under the Frito-Lay division. So for this, I gave it a B- minus for flavor. Pretty good. Wish it was a little bit saltier. Definitely better if it has an accompaniment to it, but even still by itself, pretty good. And The, the texture is te- what you're here for. Te- for texture, I, I love a good crunch. I also gave it a B minus on texture. Uh, the crunch, oh, really? I think, is oh. amazing, but it, it, at least in the bags that I've had, my concern is you never get enough of the really big ones. I always feel like I end up with a whole bunch of broken pieces, and it makes it way harder to dip them in anything. That's fair. And, and so that's a critique, and then sometimes they they can also be a little bit sharp or... Not quite as bad, but maybe a little too hard. So, pretty good, but overall, not my favorite. That's why it's a number eight, and I guess that's why it's an honorable mention on yours and not... Yeah, it it is just... I would talk about the three that we're fighting to get in at number 10. This was right below those, so we'll call this like a 14 on my list. Yeah, Stacy's Pita Chips. Better Better with hummus, for sure. Or like a garlic dip. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But I'm not a big hummus guy, but I, like, I just like these straight. I have made my own hummus in the past, and I think in doing so, I realized how much better hummus could be when it's homemade. Okay. And, and at certain restaurants, Lebanese restaurants or Mediterranean restaurants near my house, it, it's also fantastic. And it's just the right balance of the garlic flavor, the the chickpeas, and and a little bit of oil drizzled on top with the the seasoning. I mean, yeah, I'm just, not, I'm just not big into chickpeas. Ah, see that that's where you're you're falling short. Okay, well, no no worries there. It we're not talking about the hummus, right? We're talking about the the, the pita chips. They're great. Yeah, so great pita chips, way better than hummus. Yeah, I would agree with that, but at the same token love a good hummus with it anyway what do you got for your number eight my number eight is hk anderson peanut butter filled pretzel nuggets i'm glad i'm glad you went there really? i do okay. i do not have it on my list however it is simply because i could not find a specific brand of them that i felt really attached to but i love a pretzel nugget that's hk anderson is the specific brand for me for reasons i'll get into in a minute Go for it. Uh, so they started. So there's. I don't have a ton of detail here because this just doesn't seem to be a lot of historical data on these. It's unclear when these were released. The company was originally founded in 1888. I'm guessing they weren't making peanut butter filled uh, pretzel nuggets at that time. So sometime between they came out sometime between 1888 and today. Hmm. I I would probably it's a pretty guess. big span of time. Yeah, I would probably guess more uh, on the more recent end of that spectrum, but hey, some of these snacks on here are way older than I thought, so who knows. Eventually, HK Anderson, uh, the company, got bought by ConAgra, and then most recently by Utz in 2020. Mm. These are extremely good. They've got a perfect thickness on the pretzel shell. There's not too much peanut butter inside. It's a good ratio of the peanut butter to the pretzel, I feel like, which is essential for these. Um, the peanut butter inside is is really good. When I feel like a lot of peanut butter filled snacks have really mediocre peanut butter. I rate these as an A on flavor and a B plus on texture, like the El Matador chips. So is it actually an Utz 
brand pretzel nugget? Is that what you're saying? It it has been purchased by Uts, but it is HK Anderson is the brand. They aren't advertised as Uts pretzel nuggets. They're advertised as think. HK Anderson pretzel nuggets. You know what? I I think I have had these. Yes. Okay. No, I've definitely had this brand. Yeah, I recognize the the label. So I was specifically introduced to these many years ago when I worked at the Geek Squad at a Best Buy. Mm, um, Geek Squad. We, we had these in like the the you know you're at a Best Buy and they have the checkout and they have the snacks by the checkout. They had those were these were stocked as one of the snack selections there, and we got a very good um, employee discount on those. So this was my go to snack at work. Uh, yeah, why not? That time period. Um, get these every once in a while because they're so good. And so I, I learned about these then and fell in love immediately. And these are, uh, and as such, they make number eight on my list. It's a good placement. I, I do love a good peanut butter filled pretzel nugget. My concern, or I guess my hesitation for including one on the list was one, I couldn't f- figure out what brand exactly I would be going for, but two, it's more about the peanut butter than it is about the salty portion of the snack for me, and so it kind of detracted from the overall package of the snack. But yeah, I totally, butter, it totally qualifies. Also salty. Totally qualifies. Definitely a good choice. Love a good pretzel nugget. Love it. What's your number seven? What was your flavor and texture score on those? Uh, that was an A on the flavor, B plus on the texture. Same ratings as the El Matador. This just kind of ekes out over the El Matador a little bit for me. Fair enough. Okay. So for me, number seven, I have the Keebler Club Crackers. All right. Club Crackers are, for those unfamiliar, crackers made by the Kellogg Company. They are somewhat similar in resemblance to saltines, but are rectangular and have 18 holes in a 3x6 pattern instead of the 13 holes in a 32323 pattern that are on the saltines. Also, their short edges are even, not perforated, and they also have a buttery flavor and a large amount of fat, like three grams per serving. Oh, yeah. These things are uh, abysmal for you. Awful. Ap- that, that's are, why they they're so good. Tasty. They are quite tasty. They're, so, they're very soft, I feel like, for a cracker. Yeah, they almost melt in your mouth, right? So that's why I've got the, the cracker. So a couple other things here. The crackers contain... 70 calories per serving with four total crackers in one serving, right? That's Jeez. not That's many. Crazy. Originally branded as a product of Keebler, it became a product of Kellogg's after the mega American manufacturer acquired the brand in 2001 before subsequently selling the Keebler cookie lineup as well as the rights to the Keebler brand name in 2019. So it kind of went back and forth there a little bit. The club crackers are are touted as a light, flaky, buttery snack. In the small snack stack packages, there are 17 crackers, and with the totals that I gave you from before, a whole snack pack contains nearly 300 calories. 17 crackers. It's, they're awful for you. I mean, they're easily one of the worst things on this list for you. And, I mean, the butter is really what it boils down to. There's a lot of butter in these things. Do you know butter's good? Butter's real good. You know, there there was that episode of Parks and Rec where Chris Pratt's character, Andy Dwyer, is talking about his favorite food. He's like, you know, corn on the cob and butter and popcorn with butter and butter is my favorite food. He just comes to that realization and 
instantly knows. So I had a, a B for flavor and a B minus for texture. This is just okay. Kind of flaky, does melt in your mouth. It's pretty good, but overall, I don't think the texture hits quite as hard for me. Like I like a Ritz better than a club club cracker personally. Okay, fair enough. If it wasn't drying out my mouth, I might agree with you. I don't mind that. the I don't mind the dryer as much. Well, the, the, the cleats you need to drink. Even though these are considered a salty snack, because of the buttery factor, I can only eat so many of these before I feel like absolute crap and like I hate myself. So Yeah. And usually so many probably is like I could eat a sleeve of seventeen crackers and and then be like, okay, why did I just eat that whole sleeve? I should stop. Tasty, real bad for you. But yeah. this list is not about healthiest options. It is about which ones do you like and delicious options. As a kid, I would I would put away some club crackers. My grandma sure. always had these. Yeah, so I, this was, I a, always this was a my grandma thing as well. Nice. So anyway, what you got for your number seven? My number seven, I think, is maybe the only the only other item on my list you have not eaten. Ooh, okay. I'm not sure. You might have. This is Trader Joe's rolled corn tortilla chips, chili and lime flavor. Oh, I did not. Which is which is the only flavor that exists. Interesting. Uh, no, I have not eaten these. I do not shop at Trader Joe's, and uh, I've never even heard of these. So tell me more. Are you familiar with Takis? Yes. These are Takis, but better. Okay. I've also never had Takis, and okay. I feel like the cult following and the online memes and crap that are associated with them, it makes me really not want to have Takis. So, I, I, like, I've had Takis. Takis are fine, I think. I think these are much better. These are the ones that I ate a few of earlier today. So you're, you don't have any in the house now? No, I still do. I didn't eat very many of them. Okay, so you do have at least one of the things on your list in the house. Save those. Next time I, I come over, I want to try them. You know, uh, in, my, my wife usually buys time. so many times she goes to Trader Joe's. Uh, so, I again, not much history here. This has been a tra- popular Trader Joe's item for years, but I couldn't find really any concrete information on when they came out. Uh, Trader Joe's seems to be some kind of black, like a black box of information. It's hard to get any real product information out of them. Uh, they were thought briefly. They were briefly thought to be discontinued last year, but they were merely just kind of absent from shelves for a few months. So my wife and I were very excited to see that they had come back and then were not in fact because Trader Joe's will just drop products at, uh, at the drop of a hat for reasons no one knows. They just disappear. Hmm. It's it's a they're literally dropping it or it's an alternation like sometimes no, the like, store like some, will have it and it, it'll just be gone and they'll just be like, oh, yeah, we don't make because they make their stuff. Right. Right. So all their products. So they'll just be like, yeah, we're just, we just stop making this. We just gotcha. don't have it. They're not making it anymore. So the such is the life of Trader Joe's. My opinion on Trader Joe's stuff in general briefly is about 75 percent of Trader Joe's stuff is uh, m- mediocre. Uh, and then in that remaining 25%, about half of it is incredible, and the other half is the worst thing you've ever eaten. <laughs> um, so it, it, okay. it, it could, Trader Joe's can be a little bit of a crapshoot, but when you find those incredible items, which my wife and I have honed in on those, man, they're so good. Um, yeah, so these are, you know, they're rolled up tortilla chips, basically, uh, and then there's that really heavy chili and lime flavor on them. These are sure. pretty spicy. Uh, so they kind of have that, that, you know, I'll say, okay, 
when I say pretty spicy, I want to clarify. I think pretty spicy for most people. Um, not what I would consider to be like real spicy. They're pretty sure. spicy for a snack food, but they're way less spicy than if you were to go like get spicy Thai food or something. Sure. Um, but they kind of got that build, that kind of like slow burn build up over time that I like a lot. Uh, I give these an A plus for flavor because uh, they taste so good, but only a B plus on texture. Occasionally you get, there's a little bit of an inconsistency to texture from chip to chip. Sometimes they're rolled up a little too tight and they're a little too crunchy. Sometimes they're not quite rolled up enough and they don't, they don't get as much of a crunch in them. Uh, that's as good as the, the kind of middle of the road ones. Funny how that works. It, yeah. It's, uh, it needs a better quality control. The, the situation that you're describing, I would say it's not exactly the same, but it's similar in that, for example, Aldi often rotates some of the things that they have in their, their repertoire or their stores. And so if I find something there that I absolutely love, I'm like, okay, I got to go back immediately and buy as many as I possibly can. Otherwise, sure. next time I go, they're just not going to have them. Fun and fact. Yes. Aldi, founded by Trader Joe's brother. I did know that. Also, they were both Nazis. I did know that as well. Anyway. It, it's uh, known as Aldi Nord and Sud, or North and South, in Germany. Uh, that's just what Trader Joe's is, Aldi South. But, yeah, it, as far as those are concerned, it, you know, I do love, do love a good Aldi food nothing comes to mind immediately oh you know what there there was one in particular man maybe that should have made my list hmm mm. oh well i'll do the good grape soda i'll put it in my honorable mentions i've done this a few times though where you know you find something you love and then you're like okay i'm going and i right. buy like 10 boxes and store them <laughs> Uh, well, we've already hit your number six. Yeah, we I do my number six here, and then we'll go to break. Yeah, go for it. My number six is Rolled Gold Original Pretzels. It's a good pretzel. From 1917, the oldest snack on my list, probably. Mm, not the By oldest four years. snack on mine. By four years. I give these an A for flavor and an A for texture. To be very clear about which pretzel I am talking about, because, boy, there sure are a lot of varieties of pretzels. Right. Um, these are the pretzel twists, but not the vector of popular twists that are around today, where they're the real small ones. I'm talking about the big ones. They're thin, and they're big. You get a little bit more surface area for salt. I don't like the, the, the smaller mini twists as much, which, which came around later. Yeah. Um, so these are the I, original, I know which ones you're talking larger about. ones. Yeah, okay. So, I, I love these. These are... Uh, my favorite non-flavored pretzel, let's say. These were created in, uh, for when the Rolled Gold Company was founded in 1917 by Lorraine Shoemaker, Schumacher, not sure how you pronounce the last name there. Anyway. Philadelphia was originally a family-owned business until the 60s. Unusual story here. In 1960, they tried to sell the company to Red Dot Foods Incorporated. But before the deal could go through, Red Dot went bankrupt and the owner of Red Dot committed suicide. So the next year, they got instead sold to Frito-Lay, where they still are. 
But I, I think this is the best form factor for pretzels, and it's not close. Hmm. I'm going to disagree with you, but I'm not going to elaborate. How does that sound? I think there's a chance that we may have uh, a pretzel-related duplicate later on down the road. Mm. But the what I'm going to differentiate between those pretzels and these is, while I think the flavor of those pretzels is better, I think the form factor of these is better. Mm. I disagree on that as well. But Interesting. I also Maybe don't... we're not actually talking about the same thing. I... I'm going to wait to elaborate, and we'll come back to it when I get to okay. another item on my list. All right. Well, that's our ten, 6 through 10, 10 to 6. We're going to take a break, and Good we'll stuff. come back with our 5 to 1. Stick around. Hello, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you have show ideas or comments, you can reach us on Twitter at StupidSequence, or you can email us at StupidSequence at gmail.com. We are now going to proceed with five through one of our individual lists. Scott, why don't you start us off? Number five, I have another Nabisco product. This one is, in fact, the Ritz Toasted Chips. This podcast not sponsored by Nabisco. Yet, Nabisco, sponsor us. Somebody sponsor us. Anyway, this one in particular was incredibly difficult to find details on. I am distinctly remembering that this one is much better than an original Ritz cracker. I I feel like when they were introduced, which was back in 2003, you know, Kraft... So I'll just, I'll read this excerpt here, right? Kraft Foods this month launches Nabisco Ritz Chips, a line of low-fat, crispy cracker chips that are oven-toasted. So fittingly, the campaign will feature permanently tanned actor George Hamilton. I thought that was pretty funny. The the Ritz Chips, when they were introduced, came in three varieties, original, sour cream and onion, and cheddar, of which I believe original to be the best. And in addition to having 40% less fat than regular potato chips, in my opinion, they also taste a heck of a lot better. They are also available in many more flavors these days. Uh, I mean, it's, it's the cheddar, sour cream, and onion, the multigrain, there's a veggie, and there is even a toasted pita original. I don't believe I've tried that one, but I don't think I need to. I've got Stacy's pita chips. So that being said, this this one in general, the when I first found it and I started trying it, I'm like, this is incredible. It's got some of the best things about what I love in the club crackers, kind of that slightly buttery, melt-in-your-mouth flavor, but it has more of a crunch to it, more of a crispness, which I think is great. Usually, I eat them by themselves, but occasionally, I also accompany them with a dip of some kind a French dip or whatever. And so by themselves or with the dip, both are fantastic ways to consume this chip. And if I buy a bag for, let's say, a game night, a board game night, that bag does not make it throughout the night. It barely makes it halfway through, especially if other people are also consuming them, which they will as soon as they try it. And they're like, oh my God, this is incredible. Hot take. These aren't good. Several times this has happened. These aren't good. No, you've had these, right? I have, I don't like them. What? Yeah, I don't like the texture. 
Well, it's not I my fault. Regular, I think I a know. regular Ritz is vastly superior. This is like no, a this is like a C minus tier snack. No, 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 no. This is like a B plus flavor and a B texture. It, it's incredible. I I really really like this one. It's definitely better, I think, than the the original Ritz crackers. So, and I, I think a, a friend of ours that is frequently at these board game nights would agree because the last time I bought them, he and I consumed the whole bag in about half an hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, that'll happen. It it, it just kind of it's gone. It was delicious. But that was my number five. I don't have much else to say about it other than I really like them, and I I think uh, you should give them another try. I mean, I don't think they're I don't five? think they're bad. It's a snack food. It's it's fine. I'll eat it, you know, but but it's not my go to. Uh my number five. Uh we're talking about original combos. Combos snacks. Now, this is something I was trying to research as well. What is the original combo flavor? And I'm not teeing you up here. I legitimately want to. So the know. details on combos were weirdly fuzzy as I looked into this. Uh, Wikipedia says they were made in the early 80s. That seems to be straight up wrong because there's uh, evidence of these being created in the uh, at least early to mid 70s in Battle Creek, Michigan by the Combos Snacks hey. Company. Another another Michigan, Michigan. one here. The uh, original is the cracker tube filled with cheese. That's the original flavor, which still exists today. It's not the best flavor, but it's still very good and good enough to get it uh, number five on my list. Let me guess. Pizza? Nacho? No. It's the Mm. cheese, but with the pretzel shell. Ah, well, that's kind of like cheese. So so there's over 20 varieties of combos have existed. Only seven are around today. Uh, The original shell, like I said, was cracker, but... There are two other types. I didn't know there were two other types. I only, so now I have to go find this other type. There's the pretzel shell, which is my favorite. But also there are tortilla shell combos. I did not know this existed. So I'm going to stop you right there because uh, I am on Combo's website. Did you read from their website? I read from like six different websites on this trying to figure it out. Okay. Well, on their website under the Our Story, it indicates here we first discovered Oh, sorry. It says 1970s. The world is full of combinations and we can't stop putting them together. We first discovered our love for combinations in the early 1970s in Battle Creek, Michigan, like Mm -hmm. you said, when we used a drill press to make a hole in a pretzel and filled it with nacho cheese. The the everything I think that indicates that that would be the first flavor. Everything that I read was that the first actually commercially sold combos were Cracker Shell. With the delicious power of combinations vested in us in 1978, we proclaim filled yeah. shells are called shotzels. The, the, the 70, 78 is when, from every indication that I can find, is when the pretzel ones came out. But the, the cracker ones existed before that, from, from the info that I could find. Mm. So, but it's, like I said, weirdly fuzzy detail. A lot of conflicting no? information out there on combos. On on the Combos website, it says 1985, Combos Crackers hit the market in 1985. Yeah, and you said 88 so for the, the pretzels. You said 80, oh, 85. Okay. Yeah, 78. 78. 78 for the pretzels. It, Combos Pretzels came out in 1980 and became a go-to salty snack. That was when it was commercially available. I And I found information that was directly contradicting that. So who I, I'm going to chalk this up to who knows. 
Um, it, it's a great snack option. It is. I do think I, the pretzel is better. I did not better. include it. Um, I would agree with you. Pretzel is better. But I'm going to leave the cracker on here because otherwise my list has to change. And that's, I'm just, uh, that's going to take too much time. Well, let, let's uh, save it for the combined list. How's that right. sound? We'll figure right. it out. Um, but keep going. They have even made some sweet flavors of combos, which I don't think are anywhere near as good. But um, I, I think most they I have. think most of the flavors of combos are fine. But the which what are the sweet flavors? I can't even picture that. Uh, let me pull up the thing here again, real quick. Combos. All right. There are sweet and salty caramel cream, sweet and salty vanilla frosting. Those are both pretzel ones. That might be it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But those are apparently current flavors for combos. I've never, um, I've never I, seen. I've never even seen or heard the of vanilla these. frosting one. I think I've had a caramel cream, and I don't think it was good. But it has been a while. You know what I? What I'm learning from this is the next time we get together, we're going to find a whole bunch of obscure, yeah. weird flavors that we've never tried, and we're just going to buy and try all of them. I think that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, I'd just, do it. Let's go crazy. Let, you know, we'll get, our, we'll get our usual real good ones, but let's try some weird stuff. Agreed. But yeah, uh, original combos. They're great. Big fan. Top tier car snack. My last detail there. Very, very good car snack. I would agree with that. Cleans up real easily. So they don't get your easy don't get your hands dirty. Driving. Yep. The proper way to also yep. proper way to eat a combo is you eat the tube around the cheese and you just leave a little tiny crust around the cheese and then you eat the cheese. <laughs> Top ten hot takes. Combos can be eaten however you want. What's your number four? Number four, I have. So this is the one I wasn't sure if you've tried. Okay. Have you ever had popcorners? I've never had popcorners. I have seen the very recent Super Bowl commercial featuring Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul of uh, Breaking Bad fame as their characters from Breaking Bad, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, that, that commercial was kind of amazing. I really like the two-go yep. uh, addition to that. All right, anyway, that's not why I'm bringing it up. But popcorners, when they originally came out, had three flavors. And my favorite of those three flavors is the kettle corn flavored okay. one. And I was concerned that that wasn't going to be an original flavor because that is far and away my favorite of all of them. And I found out, yep, it is in fact one of yeah, them. Yeah, we did, we did so, discuss earlier, if it has multiple original flavors, any of them are eligible. So, yes, perfect. So with that being said, I'd like to thank my son's soccer team, specifically the post-game snack time, because that's how I was introduced to these gems. One of the parents, in order to find a snack that kind of appeased all of the kids' dietary restrictions because there were a number of allergies on this soccer team. It was kind of weird. But anyway, that being said, th it was these frequently. And as a result, I'm like, well, I'll try them. And I, I took a bag. I'm like, these are incredible. Like, e easily became one of my favorite snacks immediately. So for those of you who have not tried these, they are a puffed corn chip with a distinct texture that's both crunchy and fluffy, which is why it, it's definitely high grade for me on texture. The other thing that's got going for it is there are not many ingredients in these. It is relatively healthy. The, this one in particular, the kettle corn, has four ingredients. Yellow corn, sunflower oil, cane sugar, and sea can't, salt. That's can't be that it. good. doesn't have butter in it. 
but it's got oil. I mean. <laughs> so, popcorners weren't invented till 2009, but the chip's origins actually date back to 1998, because that's when entrepreneur Zeke Alenick founded Ideal Snacks uh, in Liberty, I think that's New York, to contract manufacture healthy pop snacks. So in 2010, Alanik also started Medora Snacks, a sister company and the maker of popcorners in Middletown. Alanik's early clients included Kellogg's and Weight Watchers. But his big crunchy break came in 2009. That's when engineer Stephen Van Pauk, still an executive overseeing popcorners, invented the proprietary machine that pops corn into a chip shape. So in 2015, Primera a global private equity fund scooped up Ideal Snacks and Medora and merged them under the name BFY, or Better For You, brands. More investment, wider distribution, and more flavors have upsailed since then. And like I said, the original varieties, kettle corn, sea salt, and white cheddar are still the biggest sellers. So for this, and this is where things start to get hazy with the scoring, I'd say it's like an A- minus on flavor. They're very, very good. The kettle corn portion of this flavor it's subtle it's it's very subtle subtle enough to be sweet and salty at the same time while also feeling like you're just eating crispy air i i love it so a minus flavor i'd I'd say a b plus on texture maybe an a minus it's it's close it's it's real close the uh the texture on this one I feel like you could put a whole bunch in your mouth and not really, not really cut it up too bad. It's Scott's, kind of fun. Scott's actually. primary so. grading for uh, texture is: is this food going to injure you? It is a concern. And, you know, it's uh, maybe I, maybe I just suck at eating. It's possible. Maybe that's what we're actually learning here. Uh, but I, I'm real quick going to interject here and realize I don't think I said what my ratings were for uh, for the original combos. So real quick, Go for A minus it. flavor, A plus check texture. One of only two A plus texture snacks on my list. How can it be an A plus texture if you're eating it incorrectly? Well, that's part of why I like it. Anyway, continue. Right. So popcorners, if you haven't tried them, highly recommend if them. If Brian Cranston like tells I me said, to eat a thing, I'll eat it. You know, it, it, I, I am trying to be more conscientious about what I eat and consuming things that aren't awful, generally speaking. You know, there's always cheat days, like you said, but popcorners are up there as far as getting something that's both sweet and salty while not feeling terrible about eating. So, highly recommend. I think I'll make sure that you try these next time we hang out. And uh, if you had tried them, they would be higher on your list. Probably a, a top five. Possibly so. We'll make sure you try them. So what do you got for your next uh, number four? My number four is Snyder's Pretzel Pieces, honey, mustard, and onion. Wait a minute. That's an original? That is one of, that is the original flavor. Um, This is the one that I mentioned earlier to you separately from outside the show of, I thought, I misread something. I thought this is one of two original flavors. It is actually the original flavor of the Pretzel Pieces specifically. Interesting. So these were... Created in 1992 by Snyder's of Hanover. Mm-hmm. One of the final item on the list that has never changed hands, on my list anyway. I give these an A-plus on flavor and A-minus on texture. Uh, I, I, I will say, in the 
potentially injuring your mouth range. Uh, this is one of them that can do that. I feel like you get your hands pretty messy, too. Uh, so the... Well, this is wrong. I've typed something wrong here because I've typed that the company was founded in 1090, which oh, is wow. wrong. Probably I don't think this is 90? nearly a thousand-year-old company. 1890? 1990? Uh, it's definitely older than 1990. Probably 18, 1890. of Hanover. Let's see. Fact-checking on the podcast here. 1909. Uh, 1909. There you go. I just uh, I anagrammed there. It's all good. Nope, I, I did two zeros and said two nines. Anyway, they started selling pretzel pieces in 1992. Very close to the original flavor. I think released like a year later are Buttermilk Ranch and Cheddar Cheese. Important thing to note here, almost every flavor of these pretzels sucks. Two exceptions. One, honey mustard. Incredible. Two, hot buffalo wing. Also incredible. I you know uh, uh you might get a v- changing opinion from me day to day on which of those two flavors is better but honey mustard is the original so that's what makes it on this list hot take mustard as a flavor even by itself or on anything kind of awful i hate mustard here's the weird thing i hate mustard as a, as a condiment honey mustard flavored artificial honey mustard flavor can be good yeah. You're not, uh, and you're not is, convincing this me is, of that. This is the best one of those. Like, this is the food that convinced me of that because these are incredible. I, the now, now, a little bit of a little bit of a thing here. Uh, much like how we were saying before, of if I was allowed to put this other one on there, it would rank even higher. Um, I think so. They have the uh, Snyder says the nibblers as well, which are like um, kind of little tube shaped pretzels. Uh, less of like the fragmented shards of pretzel like the pretzel pieces pieces are yeah i think the nibblers are the better vector for the honey mustard mustard flavor and the uh the pieces are the better vector for the hot buffalo flavor but hot take number two are still great buffalo as a flavor also awful what no way yeah not a fan of vinegar or anything vinegar based and that would include buffalo sauce Wow, a- vinegar is the the best flavor, probably. Oh wow! Well, in that if in if that I was case, vi- you're wrong. I have I have zero I have zero potato chips of any variety on my list. However, if I would have been allowed to do a salt salt and vinegar potato chip, that definitely would have made a top ten. That is rather unfortunate. We're making. We would be having a much different conversation right now. Love the vinegar. Anyway, regardless of vinegar, no vinegar things on on the list actually here. Uh, we're just talking about this honey mustard. Uh, anyway, I find this to be an incredibly rare snack in that it actually gets better the deeper into the bag you go. Usually, you you get into the bottom of the bag on a, a bag of snacks, and you get like the little crumbly pieces that aren't as good as like a complete one. With this one, being deeper in the bag just means that it's absorbed more of the flavor. Uh, and, and, and the little shards are actually better than the bigger pieces because they got more of the flavor in them so it's like one of the only snacks i know of out there that that breaks that convention so i I will say you'll have a much i think easier time convincing me that the artificial honey mustard flavor is okay or acceptable at least given that you also don't like mustard so 
This is gonna. I, be, I hate mustard. Gonna be I an interesting mustard. conversation. I I don't mind a like a ground mustard if I'm having it with like a Bavarian style sausage of some kind. But you know that's a brat or something. That's a different story. You know my aversion to mayonnaise. I would rather eat mayonnaise than mustard. Oh wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. And and I think that the artificial honey mustard can be good, and this is the best version of it. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe I need to give these another try because. My, we'll put it on the list for next hangout. Yeah, my memory of these is is not good. So, yeah, let's uh, let's put it on that list and let's make sure we're all trying these snacks again. Well, that's my number four. What do you have at number three? Number three is, well, now it's time for a history lesson. Number three for me is the better made pretzel rods. Now, this this is where it became incredibly difficult for me to discern researching the history on some of these specific brands to find out when certain parts of each of these were released and like well what came first was it this pretzel or was it this other one and then i decided you know what ultimately they're all kind of the same flavor if they're all original flavor, but the form factor is different. And if the form factor is different by extension, the design or the brand or the, the line of those snacks is also different. So I'm, I'm hope I'm asking for some grace on this one. We're, we're some shockingly poorly documented stuff. Here. Yeah. We're, I'm going to go through all the detailed history that I can for this company. Also another Michigan company. And I think you had indicated because I mentioned this before. You have never had better made anything. I've not chips, I pretzels. Even, nothing. I didn't even know this brand existed. Perfect. So kind of the same thing as my El Matador comments. All right, let me let me walk you through it. So they are known known for their potato chips, right? The Better Made Snack Food Company has been a Detroit institution since 1930. BetterMade is the lone survivor of the potato chip companies that sprang up in the early decades of the 20th century in a city that devours the snack, and that is absolutely true. So, created in 1853, the potato chip did not catch on as a snack food until after World War I, but the origin of BetterMade varies depending on the family member relating it, according to the historian Karen Divis. In one account, the Best Made Potato Chip Company, and that's Made M-A-I-D, as opposed to Better Made, which is M-A-D-E, right? So, founded in 1929 was the Best Made Potato Chip Company by this guy, Ernest Nicolay, and this other guy, Russell Dancy. And they hired Cross Mosery, is the person's name, as a salesman. Best Made became New Era, another company, and Mosery left to form his own company with Peter Cipriano, and the two had been making chips at home after their day jobs. New Era would become Better Made's chief competitor over the years. So he started as a salesperson, spun off, kind of made his own thing, like, I can do it better. So, regardless of all that, whatever proceeded in 1930, two entrepreneurial Detroiters and Sicilian immigrants, Cross Mosery and Peter Cipriano, became partners in a potato chip business first known as Cross and Peter's Company, and their better-made potato chip brand was established in 1934, playing off the name of Best Made. Get it? Best Made? No, this is better. Yeah. <laughs> so, the business moved from its home operation to East McDougal Street, where their successor took hold. The company had retail branches throughout the city. 
some next door to movie theaters at a time when concession stands were unknown. Chips were first sold in hand-stapled bags of waxed paper, sometimes hawked door-to-door or from stands on Belle Isle. I don't know if you've ever been to Belle Isle. It's very nice. In the mid-1940s, the company moved to a spot on Woodward Avenue, pretty famous, near the Fox Theater, also famous. After World War II, needing room for expansion, they settled into their current location on Gratiot Avenue, between Harper Avenue and French Road. Pretty famous as well, kind of just a downtown Detroit area. At one time, there were over 20 potato chip manufacturers in Detroit. The New Era Company merged with Frito in 1958, so that was their initial competitor. And then Frito also merged with Lay in 1961 to make Frito-Lay. So to compete with national brands, Better Made produced its first flavored chip, which was barbecue, in 1973. With a sour cream and uh, sour cream chip and onion chip following. Those were two separate chips. I didn't know that that okay. was a thing at the time. So, over time, Better Made has diversified its products, offering different cuts in numerous flavors. The plant also makes several types of corn chips, pork rinds, popcorn, cheese puffs, dips, salsas, and pretzels. So that's where my information became extremely unreliable here because I was I was trying to figure out the history of the pretzels specifically and I, I just I can't find it. Better made so remind me, what's your specific product here? Better made pretzel rods. Pretzel rods, okay. I don't, here's my, here's my thing here. Pretzel rod, much in the way you're talking about Ritz crackers, pretzel rods absolutely wither my mouth in ways that no other snack food does. And so it makes me dislike pretzel. Are these, okay, okay, let's clarify here. Are we talking, when I think pretzel rods, I'm thinking like the big meaty sticks. Are we talking about like the little thin pretzel rods? No, we are not talking about the little sticks. We are talking about the long yeah, the longer, slightly Yeah, that's thicker. specifically yeah. like my least favorite type of pretzel. Oh, no. that That is the best ratio of salt to pretzel that you can possibly find. Just mm, incorrect. great amounts of salt on that. And it's the big d- twists. I kind of mentioned this earlier, uh, at jokingly, about your, op- or your option with the El Matador tortilla chips, but their pro- the better made products actually can be bought directly from the factory just hours old. So you, nice. you can go there. Or you can have them shipped anywhere in the world. They process over 60 million pounds of potatoes annually in a process that transforms them into chips in approximately seven minutes. It is incredibly fast. But not worried about the chips. I'm worried about the pretzel rods. Now, to your comment earlier about the form factor of pretzels, I would say pretzel rods are my favorite, but it's close because Better Made also makes what they call pretzel thins. And they are sure, a, like a, chip. a slightly larger form factor of the original twist shape, but a much thinner, kind of like the pretzel sticks that you're referring to, where they're really small, thin sticks. But it's, uh, it's that if it were elongated to be in the shape of a traditional pretzel knot. I, I have a different brand of pretzel chips, thin chips like that, crisps, if you will. Uh, that is an honorable mention. That is one of the ones that we're fighting for that number 10 spot. Fair enough. Yeah. So I would agree. That is a very good vector for pretzels. So I, 
I think what we're learning here in general is pretzels are incredible and pretzels are so good and just can be made in so many different ways and have many form factors and they have varying degrees of salt or flavor or accompaniment to them and and they're all Mm -hmm. all generally speaking pretty darn good i'm willing to give the the uh snyder's pieces with the honey mustard and onion my wife likes those so maybe i maybe i do need to give them another shot but yeah it's uh it's easy to put a lot of pretzels on this list if i wasn't I was trying to diversify what I was putting on here. If I wasn't, we'd probably have a whole bunch of pretzels on this list. Yeah, I, like I was telling you before the show, there's a world where at least half of my list is pretzels. If yeah. things had gone a little bit differently. Yep, I could see that. I, I think, I think that would be kind of a boring list, though. Or or <laughs> contain pretzels, let's say. Sure. As it stands, I have four pretzel-related items on my list. So no, three. When I was living in Germany, smelling the bakeries with the fresh pretzel in the mornings, oh my gosh, that is one of the best things about living there. Just a a fresh, hot, off-the-line made pretzel. Well, they call it a pretzel, but pretzel. A a big, soft pretzel. Not on my list, because it's not really, I think, what we're talking about here, but one of the best foods, straight up. You know, I, I hadn't even thought about considering it for the list because i it's more, of a, it's I, more of a bread i mentally disqualified it i would say it is more of a bread but as a salty snack i mean maybe it does sure. count maybe it should be on this list because that is one of the things that i i frequently get at like a ball game for example that or the sure. the pretzel, I, I, pretzel I, nuggets occasionally I think, it, I think it belongs in a separate category okay well it's close let, it's close we can we can not worry about that. It's not It's not on this list. It didn't make right. either of our lists. Uh, as far as flavor, I put an A- minus for flavor. Still uh, a little bit lacking. I wish it had a little bit more flavor. But as far as the original flavor of what I think a pretzel tastes like, the better made pretzel rods are far and away the best example of what a pretzel should taste like. So definitely I one would, of the best. I would try a pretzel rod. Say that Which, again? I'm not... I would try a better made pretzel rod. I, I, I'm not saying I think pretzel rods are bad. I'm not saying they're terrible or anything. I'm just saying they're the worst vector for pretzels. Hmm. I don't know. I put an A for texture. I love getting that salt, especially like at the bottom of the bag. There's usually a whole bunch of excess salt. That's true. Sprink- That's, I, you, get that, you get that in any bag of pretzels, Sprink- though. Sprinkle that on. Yeah, but it's more easily accessible in the pretzel rods because, you know, you just take a couple out of the way and scoot them to the side. And you're like, yes, give me all the salt. <laughs> Salt is good. All right. Number three for you. What do you got? Number three is the product that has changed the hands the most times that I can figure out on my list. It's the second oldest item on the list. And uh, my wife accidentally spoiled to me that it is, she's our impartial third party who tells us about duplicates, that this one is a duplicate. It's Cheez-Its. Mm. Yep. That is my number hey, two. Cheez-Its are extremely good. Man, they're so good. I love a Cheez-It. So, this has uh, been owned by four different companies since 1921. I also learned that. They were invented in Dayton, Ohio by the Green and Green Company with the tagline, a baked rare bit. (laughs) I had to go look that up because I don't know what rare bit is. Apparently, it's a Welsh dish made from hot cheese sauce over toast. That doesn't sound good, but okay, Welsh people. 
um, I had I, that glad... exact same note here. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I'm glad Cheez-Its exist um, because, and as a result of this, because, man, they're incredible. There have been over 50 flavors of Cheez-Its, which is wild. I think that is easily the most variety of anything on my list anyway. Yep, same. Uh, they're very popular. Little known fact, something again I learned, Cheez-Its are not actually squares. Right? They're intentionally made as rectangles. They are one inch by 0.94 inches. I also learned that today, and my wife was like, what? No, they're squares. And I'm like, no, no, look. And I mean, we had, a, off. we had a box right there. She pulled them up. She's like, holy crap, they are not. Okay, well, all right. I want to give some special shout outs to some of the varieties here. No, actually, before we get into that, sorry. Um, I want to mention some of the other companies here. They eventually, I didn't write down the dates on this, but the Green and Green Company eventually got bought by Sunshine Biscuits, which then eventually got bought by Keebler, 19... which then eventually got bought by Kellogg. Yeah, so that was 1932 that they acquired Green and Green. Sunshine Biscuits became part of Keebler in 96, and then Keebler was acquired by Kellogg in 2001. Yeah, so Jesus, lasting, enduring. And I, I would also note that one of the things that they they tend to promote about this is they're made with actual cheese. And yeah. and that is that, that is great. I'm a, I'm completely fine with that. Let's more real they're cheese. Very good. Less artificial. Uh, I <laughs> like goldfish special. <clears throat> uh-huh, uh-huh, OK, uh, I want to give a special mention to big Cheez-Its because while they're not really a different flavor, they are just a bigger cheese. it But. It creates a different textural experience than a regular Cheez-It due to the increased size. And I would say it is a positive one. I don't think it's necessarily better, but it's just also very good. I like a big Cheez-It. I also like the Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its. Those are very good. The extra toasty ones. Mm, that's, and that's my favorite. The extra toasty is very good. My all-time favorite Cheez-It is... The original version doesn't exist anymore of the hot and spicy Cheez-Its that had Tabasco sauce in it. They still have hot and spicy Cheez-Its, but they don't do the Tabasco sauce in them anymore, and they're not as good as a result. Still excellent, but not as good as the old ones. Fair enough. I was always underwhelmed by the spicy factor of it. I felt like it kind of detracted from my my want mm. to consume a whole bunch of them. Oh, I will just keep going. I love spicy food in general. and. Uh, I'll just I'll just go to town on some of those. Yeah, that's. I had a couple more facts here regarding Cheez-It sponsoring football bowl games. So in yep. 2018 and 19, they sponsored the Cactus Bowl in Arizona. In 2020, they sponsored the Cheez-It Bowl, uh, the only one to my knowledge, and that was in Florida. And then in 2022, they sponsored the Citrus Bowl. Pretty pretty popular bowl game in florida for uh for those of you who aren't familiar with college football that's uh, these are college football yeah. end of year championship style games correct uh, not championship but not really. just... sometimes championship sometimes not Let, let's bowl college football is weird yeah it, these are more like highlight games so that people can showcase their skills prior to sure. entering the nfl draft maybe sure I would also note here that they are absolutely my favorite accompaniment to a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. If I'm going to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah, sure. and have a side, it's going to be Cheez-Its if I, if I can have them. If we have them, it's what it's going to be. 
And sometimes, like, you, know, you gotta settle for other things, but they, I would rather have a cheese it than almost anything else with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Now, a go-to snack, I don't really do this so much anymore, but a go-to snack, uh, not really snack, but a go-to meal I used to do was, was a tomato soup with the hot and spicy cheese that's in it. Now, I don't and tend to put, good. put them in soup or anything. I could see where that could be good, but it's very good by themselves. Crack- crackers incredible. and soup, almost never bad. Yes, unless they're animal crackers in my soup. Yeah, that's not what you want. No, that's there's. I mean, sweet, those monkeys sweet. and those rabbits—they're like they loop to loop or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. We just maybe if it was like a sweet gazpacho and you're putting <laughs> animal crackers in, maybe that would work. But soup usually not sweet. Usually not look for sweet in there. Borscht. Uh, that's all I got. For I, would... I just wanted to say borscht. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun word. Cold beet soup. Yeah. Yum. One of the things I wanted to mention specifically with Cheez-Its is unlike basically every other snack food that exists, I think essentially every flavor of Cheez-It is good. My son. Like every flavor and form factor of Cheez-It, I think, is at least baseline good. My son really likes the white cheddar. Those are his favorite. I'm not, I'm not a big white cheddar guy, but I will say the white cheddar Cheez-Its are good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a, as big of a fan of those ones either. I think it's just regular for me or the toasty ones, extra toasty. Those toasty are, ones are, are very good. I, I'd say those are definitely my favorite. So for these, there I, is one I gave there's exactly. Okay, go ahead. There's exactly one cheese it product that I'm aware of that is terrible. And that is the, uh, some years ago, pizza hut put out a cheese it pizza. You know, and that was terrible. I feel like I never tried that, but that reminds me of something. I know Taco Bell was experimenting with a a crunch wrap but instead of having the tortilla oh yeah circle circle in the middle it was a giant cheese it i didn't uh i didn't eat that because i don't usually get a crunch wrap at taco bell and i don't even think it was actually released in our area it was oh, really? a limited okay. release out in california while they were trying it out but i remember seeing it and thinking huh i i wonder if that would be good i'd be willing to yeah, try probably it all right yeah it's cheese it I'll try it. I feel like there was a another version of Cheez-It that did come out, and maybe you can help spark my memory on this. I feel like it was like a soft Cheez-It. Does that sound at all familiar to you? Maybe it was that Not pizza. At Not at all. Maybe it was like a, no, the Puffs. Is that what it is? The Puffs are all right. I think they're probably the worst type of cheese it it's not in terms I, of I think form factor, that but. that texture just kind of detracts from the overall experience yeah I, they're not they're not as good they're not bad though i think a cheese it's in general easily one of the best snack foods agreed I, I could demolish a box i the third best some might say uh the second best more people would say uh-huh. so uh you know, i i will say flavor rating for the cheese it for me is an a texture a plus I gave an A and an A minus, so we are nearly in sync with that one. The the only my the only other A plus texture. And I'm a big texture guy for food. Only other A plus texture food on my list besides the uh the original combos. Okay. Yeah, let's uh so that's my number three and your number two. Yeah, so why don't we just jump to your number two? Okay. My number two final item on my list, because we've already hit goldfish at number one, is Gardetto's original recipe. Ah, interesting. Another great car snack. Another one of my go-to's there. 
very but it's a, it's a big gas station food let's say yep especially here in the midwest most frequently. it's more it's mostly where so it, it's uh popular in the midwest because they were created in the midwest Shock. in 1981 uh judy gardetto of the gardetto family bakery in milwaukee uh decided to take breadstick ends marinate them in oil garlic and worcestershire sauce I'm sure if I'm saying I'm never sure if I'm saying Worcestershire right, but I think I'm pretty close. People call it W uh, sauce, just in case. And sold them in ten pound bags to restaurants as Gardetto's Snackins. That's Snackins E N S, not E M S, like Snackums. No, it's Snackins. Hmm. Uh, her father later added the Czech cereal, pretzels, rye, and rye chips, and sold them as Gardetto's Deluxe Snackins, and that's kind of more of the the real prototype of what later became Gardetto's original recipe snack mix, which you can still buy today. They those kind of initial ones were only sold to restaurants, but when they really started becoming commercially available, uh, was when they hit vending machines in 1987. And that's when they took on that that Gardetto's original recipe snack mix name. Gotcha. Uh, they became hugely popular in the Midwest because they're awesome. Um, and then in 1999, they got bought by General Mills and then kind of took off more nationwide. Um, got a variety of flavors, original, reduced fat, Italian, Italian cheese blend, and the deli-style mustard pretzel mix. Um, also, a special shout-out to the... Uh, version that they released in 2006 that is just the rye chips it's just all rye chips which is the best part of a gardetto's um so i I find i'm glad you said that because i was about to say hot take rye chips are the best part of oh any percent agree hundred percent agree i actually bought a bag of rye chip only the other day at the at the airport and ate the whole thing and felt no shame and it was incredible i loved it I, I, I will say that I usually don't get the all rye chip bag because I think it's a little much and I like the variety that a regular um a regular bag gets. Yeah. I, I do think original recipe is the best. The other flavors are fine, but I think the um the original is is the superior. I will say there is this is another one that we have a change in recent years uh that has made the overall product worse. In 2013, they took out the sesame seed breadsticks that were in the original one and replaced those with the same ones that are in Chex Mix, mm. which is also owned by General Mills. Right. So they kind of so th- cut a part of the product line down there and uh, simplified a little bit. That was going to Still, be my comment. I actually prefer Chex Mix over Gardetto's. I'm, oh, no way. I do not like the seasoning of Gardetto's as much. See, for me, it's the, the seasoning is what propels Gardetto's over Chex Mix. I think it's just overall better uh now if you want to talk about if we were to abstract this from just brand food and you want to talk about like we're including homemade snacks a homemade checks mix is probably number one or number two on my list here a good homemade checks mix is incredible but since we're talking about packaged branded food gardetto's gotta win out over checks mix for me i i did have general mills checks mix the original in in my honorable mentions yeah it's an honorable mention for me as well that's probably i would probably have landed around a 15 for me let's say fair enough yeah probably probably around that as well for me the uh the problem that i have with checks mix is i never feel like i can eat a ton of it i always feel like the the overall flavoring of it just kind of is overwhelming 
and uh not a problem for me no too, too much <laughs> i will go to town now gardettos gardettos are fine i don't mind them i do agree with your assessment that the removal of the sesame breadstick was a, a shame i think Chex mix made a similar uh change when they removed the bagel chips but the bagel chips came back so maybe there's still oh hope. did they yeah okay bagel, Interesting. bagel chips are are back i think as of they're not as good as the rye chips in, in Chex mix as well i think but it was a nice it was a nice counterpoint all right so this is where things work out well for us my wife does not like the rye chips and oh so she's just did like, you know your wife time, is a bad person at, well i you know sometimes i suspect that that might be the case when she hands me the rye chips though and i get to eat them i think that case kind of disappears and i'm okay with it. yeah that's fair so A plus texture or A plus on flavor for me, A for texture, second best snack food for me on my list. Gardetto's original recipe. It's a solid choice. Very good. And that's my whole list. So all we have left is your number one. Yeah, number one. And this one, I I'm gonna say you probably didn't even consider it, and I struggled okay. with it, and I got it okayed by our third party. That, that it was okay. acceptable. And we're going to have another history lesson here. My number one is AMC Movie Theater Popcorn. No, definitely would not have made my list. Oh, my gosh. Any any popcorn would not have. I like popcorn, but I think all of the items on my list I like better than popcorn. This, this is, bar none, the best salty snack. Just incredible. So let me Flavor back it up. Wise, I'm with you. Flavor wise, I'm with you. But popcorn kernels, uh, the popcorn shells getting stuck in my teeth is a major textural hit. That is a minor inconvenience for what is otherwise a massive success. So let me drops, let me talk. drops the texture rating to like a C. It drops it to an A for me instead of an A plus. All right, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk through some right, of this go, here. Go, right, go through your stuff. So moviegoers have enjoyed popcorn at AMC for decades. But the popular snack actually dates back about 4,000 years ago. So it, it was, oh, I think it was early Aztec culture that they indicated that there, they had some level of popped corn that they were consuming. So very, very old food. During the 16th century, popcorn was used in ceremonies and consumed by Aztec Indians. And it was served by street vendors in the late 1890s. But it wasn't until the Great Depression that popcorn was introduced in movie theater lobbies and then sales soared from there. By 1945, more than half of the popcorn eaten in the U.S. was sold at movie theaters. And the trend has not stopped. One additional note here. Microwave popcorn was introduced in 1981. So, AMC, the nation's second largest chain, has about 300, a little over 300 theaters in about 30 states and the District of Columbia. And of all the movie theater companies in the world, AMC sells the most popcorn. Every single day, they pop about 35 tons of kernels, which adds up to 52 million bags of popcorn sold each year. It's a lot of popcorn. For, for AMC... The, the popcorn in general, right, because we're talking about a very specific brand here, the popcorn is sent from the Weaver Popcorn to the logistics company Vistar, 
which then delivers 35-pound bags to the theaters. And then movie theater popcorn is what is known as butterfly variety, which I believe means it's a specific winged variety of it that allows it to shape in in, uh, that kind of movie theater expected way. Most popcorns that are sold in home do not have that variety, and so it'll never be quite the same. Uh, The secret ingredient is Flavacol, which is manufactured by Gold Metal, is the company. Flavacol is the secret sauce that most movie theaters use in order to produce the quintessential flavor that is only found in cinemas, stadiums, and the like. Flavacol is a butter-flavored popcorn seasoning salt made of extra-fine salt flakes. And... I, I, I could specify uh, a movie theater in general. I think I said AMC here because they, they're they the ones that I know for a fact use that brand and they use that ingredient, the Flavacol. But in reality, there's there's so many movie theaters that use Flavacol and it, it just makes all popcorn taste way better. But AMC in general, I really like the way that their kernels are popped. So that's why I, I singled them out. It, it just makes all popcorn taste better, which is awesome. So the additional notes that I had here and what really pushes movie theater popcorn over the edge for me, it's not just a snack that is incredible to eat which it definitely is, but it's, it's a little bit more the exclusivity of being tied to specific times or events in my life. And then spending time with my grandma, for example, who always got popcorn and always loved getting popcorn and would encourage me to get the bigger size. She's like, you should probably want the bigger size. I'm like, thanks grandma. So it, it is the right choice, choice, especially when there's free refills. That's, I mean, why wouldn't uh-huh. you, right? Yeah, take some home. Get that refill as you're walking out the door. Eat some more popcorn in the car. Oh, so good. So I, I think a little bit more of that exclusivity, knowing that you can't just get it at any old time. You really have to be going to the movies, of which I have not gone to the movies in a while. So it just kind of makes me crave that popcorn and that you're almost chasing a sure. feeling at that point. A little bit more and so that is the main reason that i chose it as my number one i am in love with the flavor it's an incredible flavor that you cannot find anywhere else despite you know the orville redenbacher or the the other brands saying that they have movie theater butter popcorn oh yeah it's, a, yeah. it's not the same no it's not. definitely not i mean the same it's okay it's okay it's a different it's a it's a different food no, it, yeah it's, it's a different, different food. food even like the air pop stuff because i have an air popper and you know you just dump in the kernels. That's Completely another different, different food. Yeah. Different it's texture. Different or if thing, you've yeah. ever, there's a lot of different. There's a lot of wildly if different. If you've types ever of put the kernels just in a, a giant pot with some oil in a pan and just kind of let it pop and shake it around. Yeah. Or if you've mm-hmm. ever done the, what is it? Is it the stovetop? Stove is that the, uh, the one with yep. the metal handle attached to it? Yeah. Yep. And you know I've yep. done those over campfires, for example. All of those offer sure. different experiences for popcorn. And while I was going through our list here, thinking about the Aldi stuff, Clancy's has a brand of cheddar and caramel popcorn combo that is phenomenal. But I don't think it would have made my top 10 because 
it generally has a lot of unpopped kernels in pieces and biting a soft thing and expecting it to be soft and finding out that it's hard is detrimental. Yeah. It's the worst. So AMC movie theater popcorn. It's incredible. I I would fill my mouth with this stuff. I I just whole handfuls. Tell me more about what you'd fill your mouth with. Don't don't care if I'm going to get any kernels in my teeth. It is a small, small factor and a very tiny price that I'm more than willing to pay to enjoy that experience. So all this uh, list creation has made me want to do is figure out a movie that I actually want to go see and just go and eat a bunch of popcorn. That's that's my plan. I will agree with you that movie theater popcorn is the superior version of popcorn in general. But I think differentiating one movie theater popcorn from another is insane. And if you put all of the like four different movie theater freshly popped, you know, like you just got it there in front of me unlabeled, I could not tell them I apart. I think I've been to AMC enough that I probably could tell. That's that's where we end up we we end up going to AMC most of the time. Partially because it's conveniently located, but I you know, and their theaters are pretty clean, but they have a decent rewards program and they're reasonably priced as opposed to some of these other places. So I, I would say maybe it's just force of like the convenience of it that happens to be that brand. But we did say we wanted to be brand specific, so I did extra research about their brand of that's popcorn fair. that's and fair. that's what i determined so in general movie theater popcorn incredible uh, if i could just call it that let's just call it that and i'm fine with that your option does have to lose points because amc is going to start charging uh people uh increased ticket prices for uh better seats in the theater uh, yeah for the middle of the the theater seats i did see that yep. which is Boy, do you just want to make people come to theaters less? You're trying to kill the theater industry faster? Go for yeah, it. See, I, come on. It has nothing to do with the popcorn, though. They didn't raise their popcorn prices, so I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'll, I'll sit on that's the front fair. and uh, crank my neck and just eat popcorn. How's that sound? All right. Well, that's our one through tens. We're going to take a second break. We're going to come back with our quick honorable mentions and then talk about what belongs in the unified top ten list. So stay tuned. Welcome back, everyone. If you made it this far, then you're probably enjoying yourself at least a little bit. In that case, an honest rating or review or simply referring a friend would go a long way to help get the word out about this podcast. Thank you for listening. And now we move on to phase two, where we argue over the combined top 10 list. However, prior to that, we are going to go through our honorable mentions. Josh, what do you have for honorable mentions? Uh, honorable mentions, I've got the uh, Snyder's Sourdough Pretzels. Another great vector for pretzels. I like a big sourdough. Yum. Uh, the previously mentioned Snack Factory Pretzel Crisps. You've got uh, the, that is one of the other two that we're fighting for that number 10 slot. The other one is Triscuits. I like a good Triscuit. Didn't quite beat out a Wheat Thin for me. Though. Yeah, too, they're um, too grainy for me. Keep going. Planters cashews. I put planters on there because it's a brand, but like, look, cashews are good. Put salt on them and they're good. I love them. It's a good choice. 
Stacy Simply Naked Pita Chips, like we talked about earlier. Uh, Fritos is great. Fritos are great. Didn't quite make the list. Uh, we got uh, Bugles, again, are one that I like. Oh, I like these, but I don't eat them are very you, often. Are you just and, reading on and, my list? You know, I feel like you no, might be but just reading my. There's only so many snack foods out okay, there. Okay, fair you know? enough. Uh, Especially original I, flavors. And then uh, uh, saltines. I like a good saltine. You know, they're they're the they're the kind of the basic bitch of the the salty <laughs> snack world, but I like them. Uh, uh, and then the handy snacks, breadsticks and cheese. You know, the little things you had your kid. You peel back the oh, plastic yeah. and you got the little breadsticks and you dip them in the cheese. Love that stuff. Uh, uh, and yeah. then the final section of my honorable mentions here is things that would have made the list if I was allowed to pick a flavor of them. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh, basically any brand of kettle chi- kettle potato chips where I can pick uh, salt and vinegar as a flavor, because man, that's basically the only vector I ever want to eat potato chips in. Um, Fritos shows up again for chili cheese Fritos. Maybe my would have been like my number two if I could have picked the flavor. Uh, Sun Chips, uh, both the Harvest Cheddar and Garden Salsa flavors are incredible. And then my number one favorite road uh, salty snack of all time, ranch flavored corn nuts. Ugh. Oh, and sorry, one the other last one I forgot. The previously mentioned Doritos. Um, obviously, toasted corn. No one wants that as a as a basic Dorito flavor, but. I think both if we're if this was flavors, I think maybe both nacho cheese and cool ranch Doritos would both have made the list a top ten list if that was allowed. I think taco would also make my list. The taco flavor Taco's list. very I, close. Taco flavored Doritos are very good. Just Doritos in general. I mean if I if I'm yeah, if you're incredible. forcing me to one chip line, I'm probably picking Doritos. Yeah, if it's chips specifically that we're talking about, Doritos are the best chips. Oof, man, I it's hard to argue that. Yeah. Salted, or the, sorry, the, the sweet chili lime ones, those are very good. They're also really bad for you. Special shout out to my long lost love, 3D Doritos. Those no, no, those are bad. Puffed versions. Oh, no. baked, like them. incredible. The, 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 so the te- good. The texture on them wasn't bad, but the flavor was, was always off. The flavor no. was always off. Now, the are you referring to the original 3D Doritos, or yes. are you referring to the ones that most recently reappeared? Nope, I haven't eaten those because I didn't like the old ones. Oh, well, the ones that I assume they're the same. No, you you may actually like these ones. They are definitely different. The spicy yeah, I, ones I are actually decently spicy, and the ranch ones are not quite a cool ranch, but a little bit off. Pretty good though. Okay. C- good additions. Yeah, let's let's hit let's hit through your honorable. honorable yeah, mentions. it'll be quick. So I I have Pringles on here, which uh, yeah. yeah, pretty underwhelming. It's one of those things where it's like. They leave like, a weird residue like, in your mouth. Yeah, right? But it, at the same time, you're like, why, why is this potato-flavored thing? It's not even a chip, really. It's a... I think they're not it's even the most artificial one. It is, but at the same time, I'm just like, I kind of like them. Like, there's a weird thing about them. Anyway, um, they're also owned by Kellogg's, which I didn't know. Another big brand, you know. Also, also um, want to add, the only edible flavor of Pringles is original. Everything else, I just don't even want to eat them. Don't even want to touch them. Fair enough. I I think, yeah, that I would agree with that mostly. Maybe the cheddar and sour cream, but anyway, uh, I have bugles on my uh, honorable mentions list. My main issue with bugles is the severe lack of quality control that has perforated over the last twenty years. That results in one out of every ten maybe 
being able to put it on your finger and pretend like you have witch's fingers because they're all just all closed off and garbage and that that pisses me off more than anything flavor is still pretty good very salty but i also like how you put them like under your upper lip and then you're a vampire that's that's (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's true that's true i like that uh next i have planters peanuts at again i just picked a brand i just like peanuts in general i do like a good uh peanut from a ball game as well so it hits a little bit different uh, I have Fritos on here as well. I have the General Mills Chex Mix. I have Original Lay's Potato Chips. I think they're they're too thin. They melt in my mouth too quickly. Can't yeah. really get the crispness and enjoyment out of them. But man, if I could include some flavored ones, I'd be putting like baked sour cream and, and onion. I do like the sour cream and onion ones. They're I, not I, as good I, as the salt and vinegar, but they're good. Very good. Um, or the cheddar and sour cream, also very good. The baked cheddar okay. and sour cream might be better. Um I, I also was d- considering sun chips and realized that the cheddar, harvest cheddar, uh, and garden salsa were not original varieties. I learned yep. that during my research. Um, I also learned, and this is where the flavored comes in, uh, Miss Vicky's jalapeno chips is not an original flavor. It is, I believe it was released a few years later, but man, that jalapeno chip is incredible. I, I, I'm not familiar. Oh, Miss Vicky's, that brand, uh, they just started with a regular potato chip. and But the, the jalapeno flavor, it is just the right level of spiciness to, to really leave a little bit of a burn in your mouth, but also give you a good jalapeno flavor. And if you've ever been to Jimmy John's, it's the brand that Jimmy John's sold, sells. So I, I highly recommend them if you haven't tried them. It sounds like you haven't, so I'll make sure you do. And Hot take. The fact that they're kettle chips gives it that extra crispness. Oh, I love that. Hot, hot take. Uh-oh. Jalapeno, worst vector for spicy food. I just don't love the flavor of jalapeno. Oh, see, I, I love the flavor of jalapeno. Uh, I'll take a habanero over, over, over jalapeno any day. I don't mind a habanero. I don't think they're that hot. I think no, jalapeno better has better I think it's flavor. a better flavor. No, no I disagree. I, like a, I will like a like a like a mango habanero wing sauce. Oh man! No, I'm talking about raw pepper. I will just buy like ten jalapenos and then cook them up in some fashion and just consume them like as is. Sometimes yeah, with a little bit of something, not my but otherwise just a little bit of cooked jalapeno. Delicious. Anyway, uh, last last edition on here, and this one. This was a tough one for me to cut. I actually considered it as number 10 over Nabisco Ritz crackers, David's sunflower seeds. And the main thing to that is there, there's an incredible amount of memory and and history tied to this for me personally. It, It comes down to, we would, we would consume these at a lot of our soccer practices and games and stuff. Sure. And which was terrible because there's a ton of salt in them and they dehydrate the crap out of you. So that was definitely not the best game snack. That was real dumb. The saltiest snack on either list. (laughs) Yeah, right. I mean, but, you know, you can just dump a whole bunch of them and uh, into your mouth and then just kind of chew on that for a while. Not literally chew on it, but like consume those for a while. Take your time and like really as I'm as I'm out disc golfing, you know, put a handful in your mouth and you're like, yep, this is I'm going to just do this, walk the course and I can just spit wherever because we're walking outside and it doesn't matter. And I had a sunflower seed phase in my early 20s. It's it's pretty darn good. And David's in, I would say, has the best sunflowers, at least the ones that are available to us. So I highly recommend that brand. And 
if it weren't for the fact that they just dehydrate the crap out of me so much. And I feel like the amount of work that goes into this kind of detracts from it and the spitting. It's not really great. It's like like pistachios. Pistachios would be a top tier nut, but they're too much work. Yeah, I mean, if you want to shell a bunch of pistachios for me and just hand them to me and like, I'll eat them, that's fine. Yep. That yep. number We can put that towards top five for sure. But anyway, that's all I got. I, I think we should move on. We're, we're already kind of getting uh, long in the, the tooth, as they say. Yeah, it's really easy to just kind of spin off and talk about every snack food we've ever eaten. Frito scoops. Also very those are, good. Those are good. Yeah, very good. Especially better, like- better than original Fritos, I think. Well, if you've got a chili or like a Hellermel chili sauce and you just want to dip them in that with some cheese and sour cream, amazing. Immediately off course again. All right. So we've got our unified top 10 here. I'd also say that Doritos or Fritos in the individual bags as a walking taco enhances anything. Chili cheese Fritos is the best for that. But okay. Back to topic. I've moved over our top sixes because we had that duplicate of Cheez-Its in the top three or top, yeah, all top three, top five, whatever. Uh, so we have 11 items from our top sixes here uh, to go on this unified list. I am not going to hold us to these because I feel like there might be some contenders that we discussed. It's possible. Yeah. As always, these are not guaranteed on the list. If we, if there's an argument comes up for something in those seven through 10 spots, absolutely eligible just usually doesn't happen all right well we can eliminate my number nine i don't think that needs to go on the combined list you can just delete that no that's a uh, goldfish as my number one uh, that, yeah that's the list. That's <laughs> oh list. oh sorry for I sure i didn't realize for sure underwhelming um, uh, um okay so here's what so i'm what thinking are, what are what are our contentious items what are ones that on my list that you don't like and on your list that i don't like well, as of right now, I'm not a fan of the honey mustard and onion. I, I would That's not fair. say it is something that I enjoy. So I, would I love them, but I recognize the they're not for everyone. Um, I just want to move those over to the side for now before you give them actual placement. And what are you thinking um, from one of I'm mine? I'm going to move your pretzel rods over because I, I mm. think pretzel rods are the worst pretzel. Mm. Uh, oh, I can't help it. I don't think I... Um, oh, the... Ritz I would also say, chips yeah, me. Gardetto's also. Okay. I don't think anything else on your list I would move over to the the contentious bracket. Sure. Okay, so that being said, I'm going to just throw this out there. I think cheese it should be number one. You had it as three. I had it as two. I think it's a top Yeah, I think that's snack. an easy sell. I, I want to say cheese it's number one. I, I think oh, that's, that's the easiest sell on this list, for sure. It, before I got the okay to use movie theater popcorn as one of my entries, it was my number one. So they're incredible. And I'm not sad to see them at number one. I considered them for number one, in fact. And, you know, uh, after some, some soul searching, they ended up down at three. Now, from the ones that are remaining here, I would say that movie theater popcorn trumps goldfish. I would rather have movie theater popcorn way more than I would ever have goldfish. So I... I strongly think that should be a number two right behind Cheez-Its. If your argument was for, for uh, microwave popcorn, uh, I, would, I would push back with goldfish don't, can't give you lung disease, but I don't, think that can, I don't think the chemical that gives you popcorn lung is in movie theater popcorn. I think that's exclusively a, a microwave popcorn thing, so I can't actually argue that. Oh, let's go with that. Um, 
I I would say, with that being said, if you concede that Goldfish should go number three, it was already on my list. It's obviously your number one. I do I do enjoy a Goldfish. I can I, I can make that trade. I think. Okay, so I think what we're really gonna boil down to here is there's gonna be some contention. Sure. I think of the ones remaining, I like Popcorners the best. I think there's an argument that could be made for either Wheat Thins or Pretzels. I, if you had tried Popcorners, though, I really feel like they'd probably be up I'm there totally for you do- as I'm well. totally down to... I'm sh- I am sure I will like Popcorners. So I'm so, willing to consider Popcorners... It's hard not uh, to like. They're, they're incredible. In that subtle flavor combined with the fact that they're not super healthy. I mean, any snack food like this isn't going to be super healthy. But it's a, a better alternative, I would say. How are you feeling about combos? Um, I like popcorners more than combos. I would say combos rank higher than the rolled gold pretzels for me. I also agree on that. But, you know, I, I, it didn't make my top list. How do we feel about a, po- about a combos at five and a popcorners at four? I'd feel really good about that, I would say. And then okay. a rolled gold right after that, I would say. Yeah, fo- I'm, Followed I'm by a wheat that. bin. Okay, so these are slotted in pretty quick here. I think now we've we we have the contentious bracket. We have four items. I'm gonna I'm gonna read so, off these these top yeah. seven here real quick. Go for it. Uh, these are not final, but we feel pretty good about them so far. Number one, Cheez Its. Number two, AMC Movie Theater Popcorn. Number three, Goldfish. Number four, Popcorners Kettle Corn. Number five, Original Combos. Number six, Rolled Gold Pretzels. Uh, number seven, Nabisco Wheat Thins. If it matters, Goldfish is a Pepperidge Farm brand yeah but i think you could say goldfish everyone knows what goldfish are same thing with wheat thins honestly you know who doesn't know what goldfish is when you just say goldfish google they think you're talking about the fish yeah that's fair (laughs) but i don't think most of our listeners think that uh we're talking about the fish so between the pretzel rods and the toasted chips which one do you like more or do you or would you rather indicate which one you like least least um while I think that the pretzel rods are the worst vector for pretzels, they are still pretzels mm-hmm. and thus are still a baseline of good. I think the Ritz toasted chips are like dramatically worse than the regular Ritz crackers. Really? Mm. Yeah, they just don't do it for me. So I would say pretzel rods over chips. I, I do want to add, though, uh, Grace, my wife, has... Uh, uh, when she was looking at your list, she did inform me. So she's she's also a Detroit area um, person and, mm-hmm. and has that the history with the brand. Uh, and her response to seeing this on your list, she didn't tell me what it was at the time, but she did say it was your number three. Uh, her response was, fuck Scott's number three. Oh, wow. So she, she she's coming out hard against pretzel rods. Man, does think, not affect the list. She's not on this episode, so she doesn't get to say. But not um, that long ago, I was thinking, "Wow, I, I really, I think your wife's awesome." But now I'm thinking, well, maybe not. Maybe, maybe it's not so good. I would push. I'm listening. I would push for pretzel supremacy here, and I think that we have three items with pretzels in them. Yeah, that our pretzels are contained pretzels, and we have one that does not. And I think we cut the I think we cut the one with no pretzels. Yeah, I can be fine with that. I Okay. 
you know, I, I feel like I'm being too amicable, but at the same time, I agree with most of what you're saying, so it's hard not to just roll with it, you know? Uh, I was already kind of thinking that anyway. Between your two entries here, the Snyder's Pretzels pieces, pieces with the Honey Mustard and Onion versus the Gardettos, I, I would say I would prefer a Gardettos because sure, at you, least you, in the time that I've had it, it, I didn't hate it. I, did, I don't like it as much as the original, but I don't hate it. Whereas the honey mustard flavored things, I really don't like honey mustard. So I, I would think say, Gardetto's belongs at eight. I would say, yes, that is correct. I'm, I'm willing to concede nine to you for the pretzel rods because you don't like honey mustard. It's but I am willing that... to give them a shot. I, I think okay. there is a world where that artificial flavor, I don't know if it's changed. I don't know if my taste buds have changed. I, there is a world, I think, in which I could possibly enjoy those. So. I think what you just did was exactly what I was thinking, which is probably not what people want to hear. People want to hear us argue about stuff, but you know what? When honestly, at the end you know, of the I day, think, when things work out the way they do, it's just how it works out. I think we kind of argued a lot along the way on this one too. Yeah, you know? I would so, say so. So I think we just, we kind of got that out early as it has it happened on this episode. So you know, not every episode is going to be as contentious as our last couple, perhaps. But sure. We'll see. Yeah. I did uh, anticipate that Cheez-Its would be fairly high on your list. Yeah. And I also anticipated Goldfish would be high on your list. So to see those in the top, I, I think is no surprise. I am excited to eat some popcorners. I don't think we have any in the house right now. I need to buy some. I, I would be willing to try them for sure. I feel like, if, have you ever had a rice cake? I'm not a rice cake guy. Okay. I, 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 I would they're say... Kinda, they're generally... Bland? Uh, like, very bland and uninteresting texturally. Yeah. yeah. So I eat them because uh, post-run, especially on the longer runs, it's a great way to get some high glycemic carbs very quickly uh, mm-hmm. with a low calorie count. They're very focused. They don't taste bad, especially some of the ones with okay flavors. I would say popcorners are a vast improvement on that. It, it's a it's a corn, not a rice, but it's it's a similar enough texture without without any of the crumbliness that usually is sure. associated with the, the rice cake. So I attribute them kind of in the same vein because it's got that kind of popped or puffed kind of texture or feel to it. So mm-hmm. popcorners, I need to buy some. I need to start eating those instead of rice cakes. And I just realized it. So I'm going to go do that. There you go. With that being said, I have no disagreement with this list. I think it, this is a great yeah. list. I, 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 think think, we, I think we got it. I think we have 10. I think yeah. we have nine nine very good snack foods on here and some pretzel rods. Uh, oh. So, well, why don't you run, I, it, run I will, it back I, one more time? I'll run it back. I haven't had them, so we'll, we'll say number ten. Well, I'll say honorary number eleven: Nabisco Ritz toasted chips. Uh, actual list number ten: Snyder's pretzel pieces, honey mustard and onion. Number nine: Better made pretzel rods. Number eight: Woo! Gardetto's original recipe snack mix. Number seven: Nabisco wheat thins. Number six, rolled gold original pretzels. Number five, original combos. Number four, popcorners, kettle corn chips. Number three, goldfish. Number two, AMC movie theater popcorn. And number one, best salty snack of all time, Cheez-Its. It's hard to argue with that. Cheez-Its are so good. They're so good. They're not pretzels, but they're so good. I mean, I I can't buy Cheez-Its at the movie theater. And likewise, I can't buy movie theater popcorn in the store. I'm okay with separating them and just being being what they are, and I'll continue to eat Cheez-Its wherever I can. 
movie theater popcorn at every chance I get. I should buy some Cheez-Its. I was going to mention, I learned today that, while I was doing the research, I there's a Pepper Jack Cheez-It, apparently, and I've never had that, and that sounds very good. Oh, I don't think I've had that one either. I did not know that existed. I, I wonder... might have to go to Meyer to get some snacks tomorrow, and I'm going to look for Pepper Jack Cheez-Its. So I wonder, because if Kellogg's owns Cheez-Its, I know somebody that works at Kellogg's, because that's a Michigan-based company. And I, I, since I know that person, and I know that for a fact that they've worked on at least one of the flavors of Cheez-Its, I wonder if they could get us some samples of some of these things. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out. I think that'd be, that'd be really cool if we could get... Even if I had to pay a little bit for it just to get a sampler platter of all that'd the be different fun. flavors, that'd how be cool fun. would that be? That'd be neat. Top 10 Cheez-It flavors coming to an episode near you. Maybe maybe someday. All right, episode number one hundred, top ten cheese flavors. We are a little ways a little ways away, but hey, we did it. We by, made a list. by my estimation, we're at least three four years. Yeah, every other week, you know, you get twenty six episodes a year. You know, that's right. We're a little over three years away from that. Okay, well, we'll keep it in mind. Anyway, all right. Well, all that being said, uh, let's. Uh, Let's get out of here. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, to the listener, thank you for taking the time to listen to us argue, even though we didn't really argue all that much right at the end. But we hope you enjoyed it either way, because we truly did. Our next episode will be posted in two weeks' time, and we will continue this bi-weekly schedule. I feel like it's a pretty comfortable schedule at this point. Josh, do you uh, you want to tell the people what we're going to be talking about next? I think a uh, little bit of a surprise in store. Yeah, so we're going to play around with a new format a little bit. Not that we're shifting the whole format of the episode, but maybe a type of episode we'll do in the future. Rather than coming with lists of 10 and building a unified list out of that, I think we're going to try out an idea I've been kicking around for a while to pick a topic with a finite amount of examples and rank the entire topic so everything not just limited to the top 10 rank everything in it maybe it's 10 maybe it's a little bit less than 10 maybe it's more than 10 i don't know uh but uh we're we're not quite decided yet on what exactly the topic itself is going to be but uh, i'm I'm going to call this a ranking of episode and we will rank our uh we'll rank all of a thing so i think one way for us to really put that into a usable format for you the listener is right at the ne- beginning of the next episode we will after intro of course identify what list or what topic we've finally decided on and we will make that list available to you so that if you wanted you can pause the episode go review that list for yourself make your own decisions and come prepared to listen to us argue as we go through it in real time right after that. So I think that'll yeah, be a, a, good idea. a fun experience. A good idea. Yeah. Agreed. Good stuff. Well, I, I think that's it. I think we're good. So Indeed. until next time, I've been Scott. And I've been Josh. And remember, with a little practice, you can argue your way into a friendship. Take care, folks.
I'm now eating something else that I'm thinking, does this count? It's not on my list. Maybe it should have been. How about this? I'll just tell you because it's not on my list. Cottage cheese. Does that not count? Not on my list. Does that count as a salty snack? I certainly didn't think about anything like that, but it definitely wouldn't make my list because cottage cheese is a thoroughly mediocre food. Hmm. Well, I'm, I poured a little bit of applesauce in it to give it flavor. I'm going to say C minus. C minus for cottage cheese. No, I, large curd cottage cheese, delicious. Especially because then it's a better texture. It's not, not as gritty. Um, but. I don't like it original. I think I'd have to have it with flavor, so probably wouldn't have even made my list. But it is delicious, and I'm eating it. It also has casein protein, which is the type of protein that keeps you satiated for long. I have not eaten any cottage cheese in at least 10 years. That's sad. I have not eaten any in at least 10 seconds. 